Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into our series preview of Red Sox Tigers here on the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. Joey, it's series preview time, so that means it's pitching matchups time. What do you got? Okay, folks, it is a three-game series at Fenway Park before the Sox head back on to the road. Game. Did I say against the Detroit Tigers? Against the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Game one. It's going to be Alex Faido versus Josh Winkowski. Faido comes in with a 428 ERA over eight starts. He finds himself in the bottom quarter of the league in just about everything. He throws a four-seamer half the time, and opponents are hitting 316 against it, and it averages 92 miles per hour out of his hand, which uh, sources are telling me might play into why it's getting hit so much. Uh, Winkowski has two starts on the year, his most recent of which saw him go five scoreless innings, giving up four hits and striking out three, hoping for more of that. Game two is Bo Brisk, 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 Brisky. One of those versus Rich Hill, Breesk or whatever is a pitcher, I guess, legally speaking. Uh, he's near the bottom of the league in whiff percentage, expected slugging, barrel percentage, and uh, honestly, just like a whole other mess of things. He throws a four-seamer, a changeup, and a slider. He mixes in a curve and a sinker when he's feeling a little frisky. And if I was the Sox, I'd pray to see that curve because it gets demolished. Rich Hill's ERA is 4-4-2 after his last start, in which he gave up three earned over five and two-thirds against Oakland. His first start of the year was against these Tigers. He gave up five hits in that outing and uh, walked one, striking out four. Game three is going to be Tariq Skubal. Tariq? Is it <laughs> sounds made Skubal? Up. Tariq Skubal versus Michael Walker. Skubal, I mean... What can you really say that hasn't already been said <laughs> about this guy? You know him. You love him. Uh, he has given up six, seven, and eight hits in his last three starts, respectively, uh, and has added a full run to his ERA over that time. Dude stinks. Michael Walker is touting a 103 whip and a 228 ERA. He allowed one run in his last start against Detroit and has been absolutely dominant since. And that is going to do it for your pitching preview. Steve? 
Phenomenal pitching preview as always, Joey. And if you're listening in at home, you know it's time for the weather update. Brought to you by sponsor to be named later. Monday. Well, one thing real quick. I love that these games yep. are all at 710. It just makes it like this really gets you into the week, gets you to Wednesday. And it's like, all right, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I'm doing from, what, 7 to 11 on Monday through Wednesday. That's mm-hmm. it's nice. It's just nice, dude. It's nice. I never loved the Wednesday, like, 1.30 games. Like, meh, no. So mm-hmm. it's a nice little uh, nice little thing. Monday, Red Sox-Tigers at Fenway Park, the old ball yard. Can we stop with this? 52 degrees. Enough. It's mid-June. Knock it off. Isn't summer technically start Tuesday? What are we doing? You know what stinks is Tuesday's the longest day of the year, and then they get shorter from there. Longest day? We don't need that. Longest day of the year, and it's just going to be, you know, soaking up this 56-degree weather. This is terrible. 52, Monday night, very low chance of rain. It's not going to rain. You should be good, but definitely bring a jacket. Tuesday at Fenway, 56 degrees, 12% chance of rain rain and you got some winds coming in from the southeast at 12 miles an hour wednesday we're creeping up into the 60s it's going to be 60 degrees at night 58 percent chance of rain few things worse than a getaway day even though it's getaway night whatever than a last game of a series with rain delays like ugh. not fun so hopefully they can dodge the rain there on wednesday but that is your weather update for Red Sox, Tigers. Do you got any general vibes, predictions, feelings going into this series at Fenway Park, Joey? It's a big shift from Cardinals to Tigers. I'll tell you that much. It uh, is. It, this is such a weird chunk of the season. It is. Know? It feels strange. It, it's weird. I like you were talking about, you know, the, these all being at 710, which I, I also like, uh, even though I am like an advocate for day games. This just feels nice to get into a little bit of a groove. It feels like things have been just a little bit choppy lately, you know? Yeah. As yeah. far as, the, you know, game times on the West Coast, coming back to East Coast time. You got some and, 6 o'clock starts. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, and the road trip was so long, and then they're coming back for what feels like two seconds, and then they're right back on the road, and then the All-Star break. Like, it just, it, it's just, it's a weird chunk of the season. I want to just get into a little bit of a groove, even if it's just a small chunk, if it's three days I just want to feel – I want to feel better, Steve. I want to feel better. To that point, though, Joey, I feel like once you get to the Jays series a week from now mm-hmm. – granted, that is in Toronto, so it's not like it's at home. You'll have that. Then you'll go to Wrigley, which just feels so baseball-y. You got the Red Sox at Wrigley Field. Like, that's really going to feel cool. Then you host the Rays. You host the Yankees. You go to the Rays. You go to the Yankees, and it's the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. That like July looks that feels choppy. That feels choppy. No, to I me, mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Cubs. Looking at July, this feels summer Red Sox bally. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. what it feels like right now. It's just, and I, I'm not gonna lie. Like the weather has something to do with this. Like it, it feels like sure. literal like yeah. opening day weather in Boston, and you got the A's here and the Cardinals here and the Tigers, and then you go to Cleveland, and it's yeah. like you know, like to your point, coming off a West Coast trip. And the Reds were here earlier. It, it's just like a weird. It's like, yeah, technically we're all playing in the same league, but mm-hmm. we're not buddies. Like we're not, we're not. We don't normally see each other. It's like, what are you doing here? Is kind of what it feels like. You see that guy at the at the party. You're like, who invited this guy? Like that's kind of what it feels like. 
Yeah, it's like we can be at the same party together, dude, but we don't have to talk. We also don't have to go to all the same parties all the time. Like, I, I'm not really friends with you, so the fact that I keep yeah. bumping into you here, dude, I don't, I don't like it. It, it, it. it just feels a little weird, especially, I mean, the fact that the, the Sox never play at Wrigley, I know that seeing them there is going to be weird, and then I know that all three of those games are at three different times. So that's, it, it's a whole thing. But this is, this is nice. Uh, yes. A nice little lowly American League team that is looking to get kicked in their booty <laughs> that is going to come to Boston and lose all three games at 7.10 p.m. That is nice. I'm looking forward to the routine of sitting down on the couch, turning on the game, watching uh, the, the Tigers get their butts kicked. Um, I, would, I actually it would be do fun. have a sweep in this series. Do you have a sweep? You get a sweep. Uh, I, I can never – I don't know. I don't love predicting the sweeps. I'll go with sweep as well because, like, if they don't sweep, that's tough. But it would be funny if AJ just, like – you know, we just plan on taking a nice little flight to Boston and getting our booties kicked three times and then coming on back to Detroit. So or we'll probably just there. keep getting our booty kicked here. Yeah, and we'll then get our eventually. Booty kicked here and booty kicked there. They're on a two game winning streak. This team is Whoa. buzzing. Watch out for the Tigers. By the way, I'm going to lean into that if they lose this first game. It's a three game streak. Dude, these guys are hot. They just beat the also bad Texas Rangers. So. Really coming off a lot of uh, a lot of momentum here for the Monday game. I love. I would love if Winkowski can keep a little little streak going here. If you know the fill in role is a very specific role. It's uh, bet you didn't think you were getting me when you bought these tickets, and yet I'm the guy you have, and I'm gonna try to do my best to give this team a chance to win. And that's what he did last start. If he can do that again. Sox are in a very comfortable position. Evaldi's had a little bit of a setback, so he won't necessarily be back for that Guardians series. It still feels weird saying Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, and likely Whitlock to return soon as well. So Red Sox kind of dodged a bullet here. When we saw both of them going on the IL and they were back in postseason position, it's like, oh, great. And they just going to fall back and, you know, go back to what they were in April. And luckily, a lot of bats have. Uh, have awoken, and the fill-in starters have been solid. Cutter Crawford wasn't great, but whatever. I mean, you're not going to get back-to-back good Cutter Crawford starts. Like, what are we? What are we talking about? So, mm-hmm. I'm targeting that one, Joey. Get the series off to a hot start. You're going up against Fado. Fado. Yep. All three of these names are tough to pronounce. Breesk. These are all like made up and Scooball. Fado, Breesk, and Scooball. That that's your Tigers rotation right there. So. Another uh, chance no for Michael Eddie. Walker to bring that ERA even closer to two. I know he was mm-hmm. sub two after that Angels start, gone up a little bit since then, but mm-hmm. he has been enormous. Rich Hill in game two, Michael Walker game three. So I mean, if if Walker gets his ERA down below two, are we talking about him? This is the here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. My dad, had, I, I had, sometimes I'll float an idea past my dad to, to see if it's worthy of being said on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I had pitched that. I was like what do you think about Pavetta as an all-star? And he's like, what about Michael Walker as an all-star? And I just mm-hmm. can't, something about, and I think age has something to do with it, where mm-hmm. I look at Pavetta as like, he's really coming into his own. Like, this is really like mm-hmm. Nick Pavetta's time, and Michael Walker's time 
I still will, regardless of how well he pitches, you still look at him as like, these are borrowed wins. Like these aren't, mm-hmm. it's not like we, when Joey and I were going through the Sox schedule, we're like, well, Walker's going to be an ace this whole time when they're playing these games. It, yeah. It's like found wins that are left in the basement. It's like he's moving yes. out of the house and he's like, oh, I didn't realize I had these. I had a couple Michael Walker wins in the downstairs in the basement fridge. Are you kidding me? Totally forgot. This thing's been still unplugged good. for years. They smell good. I'm gonna eat them. I'm gonna eat. No, 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 dude, don't, no, no. Already doing it. Already doing, doing it. it. Already eating then, these yeah, Michael Walker wins. American League All Star Game starter, Michael Walker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while we're here, Joey, <laughs> like let's let's look at Michael Walker's stats. He's gotta be as far like among like qualified starters. I think he's gotta be in the top what ten. Five. I mean, if you look at. If you look at yeah, it's pitching Nestor stats, at the top, right? ERA, Michael Walker, is he qualified yet? He's not qualified because okay. he obviously missed a couple starts. He sh- it feels like he should still be qualified. How many did he miss? Enough to not. <laughs> he missed, but I feel like he's like probably three innings under like being qualified. He has, let's see, 59.1 innings pitch. What if it has to be 60 right now? Like he's like two <laughs> outs away from qualifying. He's got a 2.28 ERA. Five and one on the year. Michael Walker, it's almost mid-June. He's got one loss on the year. I know a lot of people don't care about wins losses, but whatever. It still means something. Mm. He has a where's the opponent batting average? Can't find it, but Mike Michael Walker's been a stud. I mean, he's been yeah. incredible. And you kind of pinch yourself when you're watching him, right? You're like, is this is this you? Is this you? Are you are you sure this is you? Like, did someone else jump in Michael Walker's body? Like, is this DeGrom just hiding in the American League? <laughs> like, well, well, he gets ready to come back to the Mets at some point. I don't know. He has a, a, a lower ERA than Justin Verlander, who some people had as like a a strong candidate for the, the Cy Young this year. Yeah, it's crazy, man. At yeah. Fenway Park, Michael Urias. Walker's opponent batting average is 185. Like, guys are not touching him. It's no. crazy. And, uh, I mean, I don't know why he's not listed on here, but he should be in, like, uh, tied for, for eighth in the Bigs for, for ERA. I wonder I wonder what how far he actually is away from uh, qualifying, how many innings or starts or however they do it. But Yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, it's yeah. for what we expected. What's his ERA again? It's like 2... 2-2-8. Uh, 2-2-8. That would be... Tied for six in the American League mm-hmm. with Logan Gilbert. Two two eight in the National League would it's be like the third best third. ERA. It'll be behind Joe Musgrove and Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara. So very impressive, Michael Walker. It's. It, I'm curious your thoughts on this. I'm all, mm-hmm. I'm I'm constantly ready for the Walker like seven earned and two and a third start. Like I I keep. I'm keep like wait not waiting on it, but you're just mm-hmm. like, ah, this is this is too good to be true. What what's going on mm-hmm. here? Like you, you just feel like you're being played with a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if I feel that way. I think I I think I had uh, I had high hopes for for Waka to to be. I mean, not obviously be this, but yeah, be a a, a strong contributor. Um, yeah. All right. I mean, you couldn't be mad if it happened. You know, you couldn't. You couldn't throw up your hands and go, well, they, like, we needed that one, Waka. Come on. 
Yeah, it's you're you're playing with house money when he's out there. He's also such a nice dude. Like you're never mm-hmm. gonna hear a bad story about Michael Walker. Like he's a nice, mild mannered boy, and he you know mm-hmm. he likes playing baseball. He's good at it, and he's kind of you know reviving his career. So. It's a fun story, and it's one that instead of being worried about a potential bad start coming up, just going to ride the walk a wave and and keep this thing moving here. Uh, trivia time, though, Joey. Trivia time. The Red trivia. Sox and the Detroit Tigers faced off, as we all know, in the 2013 ALCS. Red Sox won that series in six games, even though some would argue they got outplayed by the Tigers. Didn't even need to play a game seven. They won in six. Who was the starting pitcher for the Tigers in game six of the 2013 ALCS? Can you give me uh, a hint if this was like the beginning or the end of this person's career or maybe the middle? Even? Way more, way more towards the beginning. They are still pitching. Justin Verlander? No. The other guy. Chris Sale? <laughs> yeah, for the, for the Tigers. <laughs> Who was the Tigers starter? It wasn't it wasn't Verlander, it was the other stud. Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> well, in your defense, when you look at Scherzer now, I I don't think a lot of people look at him and like remember the Tigers days. No, like, I, I think mean, a lot th- of people look at him and think Nationals, obviously. That's what I was gonna say. It's nationals before anything else. But yeah. yeah, no, I mean th- that uh, that Tigers club was stacked to be something for a while. I know they um, they really. I mean, it's it's crazy because well, Miggy just never takes care of his body. If Miggy actually cared about his body, mm-hmm. the Tigers win that series because like he was all worn <laughs> down and and had like a bunch of injuries. And I swear they're all from just like drinking and eating all the time and just happening to be like super talented at baseball. Because mm-hmm. that was a big difference. Miggy was like, felt like he was like fifty percent, and they yeah. they end up dropping it. But okay, if yeah, we're Max Scherzer. Talk, if we're gonna talk about um, the Tigers and Miguel Cabrera, I mean, this is I mean, we don't have all too many t- chances to talk about it going forward in our lives, right? Like, as far as in relevance to this Red Sox podcast, like we should use these moments while we can, right? Yeah. What What are you What are you leading up to? <laughs> um. <laughs> You you know this story. The <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. Uh Miguel oh. Cabrera asked a oh. cop to shoot him once. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I think talking about this with Jared a couple years ago. I'm like, there's no way this story is true. Wait, let me <laughs> So just do it, just kill me. Please do it. <laughs> All right. For those of you that aren't aware. This story, <laughs> obviously, the matter is like is very serious, but like it's Miguel Cabrera who's just always goofing off and whatnot. Uh, this was from 2011. This is I'm reading this ESPN article here. Tigers first baseman Miguel Cabrera told police to shoot him during his arrest on suspicion of drunken driving on February 16th in Florida. The Detroit News reported on Wednesday. Cabrera was told by deputies to drop to his knees so they could handcuff him. He said, bleepin' shoot me. Kill me. (laughs) Cabrera Cabrera continued, do you know who I am? I'm Miguel Cabrera. I play for the Detroit Tigers. You don't know my family. 
The Florida State Attorney's oh Office released a 41-page report, a police video, and 911 audio in Cabrera's case on Wednesday. He was arrested on charges of suspicion of driving under the influence and two counts of resisting an officer without violence. He's pled not guilty to the charges, which are misdemeanors. That is oh. absolutely hilarious. Uh, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. There's more. <laughs> what? what? There's more. Cabrera reportedly walked into Cowboys Barbecue and Steak Co. as it was closing and was asked to leave. Cabrera ignored management's request, the report said. When he was asked to leave again, Cabrera said, "You." There's no way. There's no way. He was asked to leave a barbecue place and... Cabrera said, you don't know me. I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I know all of you. I will kill all of you and blow this place up. Are you kidding me? What? What? Are you reading this on the onion? Is this a real report? <laughs> you don't know me. I'll kill you. I'll kill I know every one of you, and I'll kill every one of you. This I'll blow this place up. <laughs> this is coming from Miguel Cabrera. And this guy is I like, like that one he of the goes, best hitters the confidence, ever. The confidence and he of, he's going to blow up. <laughs> like, he's going to say he's going to blow up a barbecue joint for telling him to head out because he's probably drunk. I love the confidence over the course of, what, an hour, maybe a couple hours of... I'm going to blow this place up. I'll kill every one of you. To, <laughs> to please, for the love of God, shoot me. Please kill me. That's, yeah, it's like the departed. Uh, just oh, kill me. Just um, Holy cow. That, well, is, that is the craziest story of all time. And he's a great, and he's a great guy. I hear nothing but great reports. I know. I mean, Maggie's gotten into some stuff. Teammate. Maggie's definitely sure. gotten into some off the field stuff. But that is, that takes the cake. He, he <sighs> he's... <laughs> Since he gets pulled over for a drunken drive, and obviously, do not drink and drive ever. As there's Don't not making that. any light of that ever. The idea that like he told the cop to just shoot him in the head because because he got pulled over on suspicion of drunken driving. It's like what? <laughs> like what? You're gonna be okay. Something you're tells gonna, me you're like, gonna be fine, bud. You you might go to jail for a night. They'll figure it out. Not oh. making light of that at all. But if anything, just calling out. Uh, telling a cop to shoot you? What are you? Please what? Kill me. <laughs> oh, and that's so coming crazy. off of that rant of saying he's gonna blow up the barbecue joint. <laughs> like he's just gonna blow the place up. I like, also, how is he gonna blow it up? What does he have explosives or something? Like, I like that he's also like, you don't know me. <laughs> yes, I do. You're Miguel Cabrera. I recognized you the second you walked in. You're not he's gonna like, I know kill all me. of you. You're Miguel Cabrera. You're not gonna shoot me. What are you talking about, dude? You're not like a. A psycho? Uh, what? Holy cow! That is the it's just craziest so worth story. mentioning and bringing up every time. I'm so happy you mentioned that. <laughs> that it's is so good. That is wild. I think we. I think we got a wrap on that. Yeah. I, I think that's that'll do it. That'll do it for the Tigers Red Sox <laughs> series preview. Miguel Cabrera coming to town. A couple legends back to back here. Yeah, going from Pujols to Miggy. Who's the Who's the next best player? Like all timer that's coming to Fenway. Definitely uh, nobody on the Rays. I'll tell you that much. 
Boom. Yankees, neither. Yeah, you're not going to get another team that's got like some guaranteed Hall of Famer coming here for a while. Granted, there's not a lot of guaranteed Hall of Famers in the league. So that'll do it for the series preview. Next, you'll hear from us. We'll have an ITM short for you. We'll figure out what that yeah. one is and then drop it on you. But until then, Joey and I are hoping for a sweep. You can never guarantee one, but hoping for one, that's for damn sure. Hell yeah. And hopefully they can do it. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid. Mm-hmm.